1: housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm so happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle form, so if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drkary.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm so very excited about this week's show because we are going to be talking about ketogenic diets with my special guest, Ellen Davis. Let me tell you a little bit about Ellen. Ellen is the creator of ketogenicdietresource.com, a website showcasing the research on the positive health effects of ketogenic diets. She's a member of the American Society of Nutrition, and she's finishing her master's degree in applied clinical nutrition. She has written about ketogenic diets for the Wellbeing Journal, Good Health Lifestyles, Health Naturally, and other publications. She recently released the second edition of her, of her ebook titled Fight Cancer with a Ketogenic Diet and has distributed it in 55 countries. She is currently writing several books on treating diabetes with a, with a ketogenic diet. Ellen, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Well, thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. Ellen, I think probably the majority of our listeners don't really know what a ketogenic diet is. So can you just start by just describing what a ketogenic diet is for us?
2: Sure. It's it's essentially a very low-carb, high-fat diet. Uh, Protein is allowed in moderate amounts. And um, the diet is called ketogenic because it causes the body to switch from burning sugar to burning uh, fat products called ketones. So that's why it's called the ketogenic diet. And um, it's basically just, like I say, a very low carb, high fat diet it has a, an amazing effect on body metabolism. And it's uh, um, that's the reason I wrote my website. There's some amazing things about that diet.
1: So a high fat diet, people would think that that cannot be healthy for us. So can you tell us a little bit more about how the ketogenic diet, what it can do for us and, and how it, it really can help switch our metabolism? Um, sure.
2: Yeah. So uh, the high fat does always scare people uh, because we've always been told, you know, that fat is bad for you and saturated fat and cholesterol will cause heart disease. But none of that is true it was never, um, it, it, none of that information was ever backed up in any scientific study. And a lot of people don't know that. And it's a shock for people to hear that, but it is uh, the case. And uh, most of America, I would say, is probably is probably insulin resistant. And that's a, a, a function of our diet. We're told to eat a very high carb diet, and that causes blood sugar and insulin to be chronically elevated which causes the body to stop responding to insulin and so you become insulin resistant and what happens there is that it increases inflammation it increases weight gain it increases um uh, a, a whole host of of uh, health issues heart disease uh, all, all different kinds of things but so the ketogenic diet is opposite of what we've been told and it has the opposite metabolic effect. When you cut your carbohydrates, that drops your blood sugar and your insulin. And that allows the body to start healing and um, reduces inflammation and and uh, just has a, a better overall effect on the body. And uh, the, uh, the thing that I would say about it most is that the ketogenic diet is extremely anti-inflammatory. And since we know that most disease processes start with inflammation, it, it has a, a very
1: powerful effect on the body. So Ellen, besides helping with weight loss, can you give us some other examples of other health conditions that the ketogenic diet could help us with?
2: Sure, diabetes is probably number one there. Um, There are lots of studies showing that uh, you put a diabetic on a ketogenic diet, blood sugar comes down, insulin comes down, uh, all of the symptoms of metabolic syndrome, which are associated with insulin resistance, so that's high blood pressure, Low HDL cholesterol, high LDL cholesterol, high total cholesterol. All of those things come down and normalize. And a lot of times you have to take a diabetic and take them off their medications because the diet is that powerful for for diabetes. It also is very good for heart disease. It reduces the the markers, the risk markers for heart disease. It's used to treat. It's been used to treat epilepsy for probably 40 years um, in children. So it's already out there being used for that. Um, but scientists are starting to find that the diet is is really beneficial for most health conditions they're they're looking at it for Alzheimer's for Parkinson's disease for multiple uh, sclerosis that's been the the really the growing area in it right now there's a lady named Terry walls Dr. Terry walls who used um, a, a sort of a ketogenic diet to reverse her multiple sclerosis and her last book that just came out she's starting to move more toward a ketogenic diet, a straight ketogenic diet. So she's finding that the health benefits of that are, are amazing.
1: I was actually very blessed to interview her on my podcast. So for our listeners out there, if you're interested in learning more about Dr. Terry Walls and about, um, her protocol for curing MS, I'll, I'll put that link in the podcast notes. Yeah, so, so Ellen, I'm kind of curious, would a ketogenic diet help with an autoimmune disease? Absolutely.
2: I, I, I do think that it would because, uh, um, it mostly because it cuts out the foods that I think drive autoimmune disease and that would be grain, uh, grain products, you know, gluten and wheat, rye, barley, all of those things. I think that they set up a condition in the gut and, uh, the work of Alessio Fasano is very, uh, um, is, is a place to start if you want to read about this, but basically grain set up an an inflammation in the gut. They leak through the gut. They cause the gut to leak, and that causes, you know, proteins to get into the system, which causes uh, an autoimmune reaction. Your immune system basically goes on hyper alert and starts talk, um destroying the tissues. Uh, the, uh, type one diabetes is is an autoimmune condition, and um, I have my suspicions. I don't have any any evidence to back it up, of course, but because I've never done any studies. But my suspicion is that it starts with an autoimmune con- uh, an autoimmune reaction to s- grain or some other food, maybe dairy has been mentioned as well. But most autoimmune conditions are, they start in the gut and the ketogenic diet helps heal the gut.
1: So thanks for explaining all the different health conditions that the ketogenic diet can help with, because I think for our listeners, a lot of them have heard of the paleo diet. They might be trying it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking for those people that are just not seeing the effects that they should be, maybe they should think about switching to a ketogenic diet.
2: Yeah, the paleo diet is very similar to the ketogenic diet. It allows a lot more carbohydrate in terms of um, starchy vegetables and fruit. Uh, but if you're insulin resistant, you know, for, for somebody, most of the paleo people that do really well on that are 30-year-olds that do CrossFit. And so they're really healthy. They don't have insulin resistance. But if you have developed insulin resistance over your life, and, and kids uh, now are, are developing insulin resistance because of our, the dietary guidelines, so much earlier than than they used to so even kids can be insulin resistant um, but for somebody who's insulin resistant you know paleo diet would work if you cut back on the starches and sugar uh, so that might be just be the difference for people who are on a paleo diet just cut back on the sweet potatoes and the and the fruit the dried fruit that's allowed on that diet and you pretty much got a
1: ketogenic diet. Okay. So let's get deeper into the diet. So can you give us a day in the life of a ketogenic diet? You had mentioned that it's, it's high fat, low carb. Are you eating like pounds of butter and an ice cream? No, no,
2: (laughs) I wish, but no, um, you could make a paleo, uh, a keto ice cream, I believe, but, uh, no, the, the typical diet fat has a lot of calories in it. So you don't need very much of it to get to a high fat status in a diet. So you know, breakfast might be a couple of eggs scrambled with uh, a tablespoon of butter and, you know, some spinach and red pepper and other vegetables thrown in there with a couple of uh, slices of bacon. You know, just a normal, real food uh, uh, breakfast. Lunch might be a green salad with two or three ounces of shrimp or chicken, uh, some full-fat dressing, or you could even have chicken or tuna salad on cucumbers or tomatoes uh, that, and, it, and throw in, you know, uh, some coffee with cream. You could do the same thing at breakfast. Dinner could be uh, some pate for an appetizer, a a small piece of salmon with um, a green vegetable like spinach or Swiss chard, you know, sauteed in butter. And then you could even have dessert. You could have whipped cream with, uh, you know, dark chocolate shavings on the top of it if you want it.
1: So that sounds completely reasonable. Now, can someone just jump in and just start doing a ketogenic diet or do they have to take like a gradual approach into it? i think it depends on if the person is insulin how
2: insulin resistant you are if if you uh are really insulin resistant and you're gonna uh probably the indicators that are gonna be you're overweight you have trouble uh falling asleep in the afternoon you know because of the carbohydrate in your diet or there's a lot of indicators for that but um or you have metabolic syndrome or pre-diabetes starting this diet, the diet is very powerful. So when you go to start the diet, you may have what we call reactive hypoglycemia, and that's low blood sugar, because your body is used to having a certain level of carbohydrates, your blood sugar is already chronically elevated, uh, and your insulin is chronically elevated. So suddenly you take away all the carbohydrates that you've been eating, and it takes about two weeks for your body to adjust to that change. So during that time, or maybe even longer, uh, a month or so, you may have some low blood, sh- some feelings like you have low blood sugar. If you were to measure your blood sugar, it might not look low, but it feels low to you because your insulin is still assuming that you're going to have, you know, hundred carbs at your meal. So there's that thing. So some, sometimes people who are really insulin resistant have to slide into the diet, you know, slowly lowering their carbohydrate intake over time. Um, but if you're, if people who are less insulin resistant, they should be able to start the diet and, and go forward with it. And it does take about two weeks for the body to switch its metabolism from burning sugar to burning fat.
1: Fantastic. So then how do people typically feel when they're eating a ketogenic diet?
2: Well, again, that, that, you know, it, start, it depends on where, you're, where you are in the diet. So at the beginning, especially if you're insulin resistant and you've been eating a very high carb diet, that first week is going to be rough. Uh, you're going to have a lot of sugar cravings and you're going to feel kind of tired while your body's making the enzymes to switch over. Um, But once you get started on the diet and you're you're into it two weeks, uh, you suddenly have a ton of energy, you feel great, you feel clear-headed, you know, things are, you just don't have that foggy feeling anymore, your joints stop hurting, Uh, you know, any health conditions you had start to improve. It's really quite amazing the difference between, you know, a standard American diet, which is very high in carbohydrate, and, and getting adapted to a keto diet.
1: So is, would you say that weight loss is typical with a ketogenic diet?
2: Yeah, definitely. Most people uh, will lose weight. The, I, I just, this past two weeks, my boyfriend and I put our, we, we went on vacation and got a little off plan. So we came back this past two weeks, got back on plan. And in two weeks, I've lost 17 pounds. Wow. And, and he's lost 17.4 pounds. So it's powerful. If you stick to it, it's really powerful for weight loss. That's for sure.
1: Now, when someone starts eating a ketogenic diet, what happens if they deviate from the diet? So you just mentioned you and your boyfriend, you went on a vacation, you got off the diet. So what happens usually? And then say if you're at an event and and you're eating foods that are not part of the diet, Mm -hmm. what can you expect?
2: Well, you'll just throw yourself out of ketosis. So what that means is that, you know, once you get keto adapted to the diet, your body is making ketones to burn for fuel and that process is short-circuited if your insulin goes up or blood sugar goes up, your body's kind of starts switching back to burning carbohydrates. Um, and that's because sugar to the body is pretty toxic. So if, any, if a whole bunch of excess sugar is floating around in the bloodstream, uh, the body will burn that first before it burns fat. So if you eat, you know, say a big old piece of birthday cake or something like that at an event, um, which is, you know, like I said, we just went on vacation and went crazy, but It happens, but um, just be aware that you'll probably throw yourself out of ketosis for a couple of days, and it might take you four or five days to get back in, you know, of strict uh, being on the diet again to get back into it. Um, And you probably will have a horrible
1: headache, you know, from the sugar. So, can you explain again what foods are the most important in a ketogenic diet and what foods are we supposed to avoid? So
2: the foods that we rely on, and, and most people would rely on for a ketogenic diet, are going to be, you know, whole meats, green vegetables, butter, other types of fats. Like uh, I love to buy duck fat from a company called Fatworks. God, that's so good. Um, fried portobello mushrooms and that is just divine and uh but so just natural fats you want to stay away from margarine and 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 because of the trans fats and vegetable oils are highly inflammatory so you want to pick natural fats like butter coconut oil olive oil avocado um the nut oils are good you yeah, macadamia oil is great and um and you just basically a meal is you just throw you know some oil or whatever on your baking sheet or in your in your skillet and you um cook your meat, throw in some vegetables on top of it, put a lid on it and steam it for 10 minutes and you've got a meal.
1: And again, can you explain how the ketogenic diet is different from the paleo diet? It, the
2: the difference being that the keto, ketogenic diet doesn't allow, uh, those high starch vegetables like sweet potatoes and winter squash and the dried fruit. Um, you, some people it depend again. It depends on how insulin resistant you are. Some people can have you know small amounts of berries, which are pretty low in carbohydrate, on a ketogenic diet. But uh, dried fruit definitely solid concentrated sugar, so that would not be allowed. Um, most of your your cakes, cookies, pastries, you know, they don't eat that on a on a, um, paleo diet. But the standard American diet that that's foods that would be avoided on the on the uh, diet, a keto diet.
1: So. With any kind of new unusual diet, there is always a lot of myths out there. Can mm-hmm. you explain to us what are some of the most common myths about the ketogenic diet? And and can you can you also tell us about some of the research that's out there about it?
2: Yeah, the myths are you know we've already talked about one: a high fat ketogenic diet will clog your arteries and give you heart disease. That's uh, completely not true. Um, really, it's sugar. Uh, and the effects of high carbohydrates on insulin that cause the problems with heart disease. That's why diabetics uh, are warned about heart disease, that they have a, gr- a much greater risk of it because their blood sugar is so high. Um, the, the next myth that I hear a lot is that ketosis is dangerous, and that's because um, your physician will tell you that, because he gets ketosis confused with ketoacidosis, which is um, a, a condition that diabetics can who diabetics who take insulin can can uh, can get if they don't manage their insulin correctly. So the difference there is between it's is because the difference in the two is that if you make insulin in your body, it's not possible for you to get ketoacidosis, and doctors just don't understand the two because they don't get any training on it. So um, the the third myth I would say is your kidneys will sustain damage. That's completely untrue. The so the research does not support that at all. Um, And uh, that the dietitians will also tell you that carbs are essential for health, you know, that you need 120 grams of carbs per day to keep your brain going. And that's not true because what happens when you get keto adapted, your brain uses those ketones for about 60% of its energy needs. And so the glucose requirements drop, you know, quite a bit.
1: There, there's so much confusion out there about what what diet is the healthiest diet to, to yeah. eat. And, and so for our listeners out there, if you're on a diet and you're not seeing the effects that you should be on your health, you should consider switching to a ketogenic diet, sometimes doing the opposite of what everybody's been telling you. Like, yeah. like Ellen, you've been saying, you know, we've been fed this line that we need to have lots of carbs, lots of grains, yeah. hardly any yep. fat in our diet. And what you're telling us is the exact opposite.
2: And yeah. And you can cool. see the health condition of the American public. It's, you know, diabetes is rampant. Yes. Heart disease is rampant. Cancer is rampant. It, you know, it just, it's, it's not the
1: dietary advice that we're getting has made us sicker than we were 40 years ago. That's right. So for some of our listeners out there, this might sound like a kind of a crazy diet, but I I urge you to try it because you never know if this might be the, the change for your health that, that you aren't really needing. Yeah. And you, and you don't have to go, you know, you you can stay
2: below, you can have, you know, 60 to a hundred carbs a day. It just depends on, on, uh, you know, this is not something like for cancer patients, we tell them 12 carbs a day because they really have to get their blood sugar down. But For people who have diabetes, you could probably, you know, 50, 60 carbs a day. That's plenty of berries and green vegetables. And it's just basically cutting out processed junk food. You just stop eating, uh, you know, white sugar and white flour and things that, you know, drive up your blood sugar, you know, spike your blood sugar. You just stay with whole foods, meat, vegetables, a little bit of fruit. Real food. Yeah, real food. Now, the other thing (laughs) that I would say about people starting this diet, there are some medical contraindications to the diet. So... If you have mitochondrial defects or you have kidney disease or you have liver issues, um, you should probably check with your doctor before starting a ketogenic diet. I have a list of contraindications on my ketogenic meal plan on my website. So take a look at that if you're going to start the diet.
1: So I'll make sure for our listeners that that link is in the podcast notes because okay. because I can hear right now in their brains. Sure, I'll ask my doctor about this and they're not they don't know. Yeah, exactly. The doctor would be like, don't in, do in that. Session. That's
2: acidosis. You'll kill yourself. You know, it's crazy. But yeah, um, yeah, the, there's, I have a ton of information on my website. If you're looking to start the diet, there's a lot of guidance there. There's, you know, on how much protein to eat and what fats to eat and things like that.
1: Ellen, we're kind of running low on time. So can you tell us again, where is your website? Do you have a Facebook page? Where can we find your book? My website is probably the best place to
2: go. It's um, ketogenic I have a ton of information there. There's a resources page for all the books that I've read to get to where I am on my knowledge level. Uh, I've written a book called fight cancer with a ketogenic diet. If anyone's interested in that, and I'm in the process of writing two books on how to treat diabetes with a ketogenic diet. So um, I would definitely recommend my webpage for, for information about the diet.
1: Ellen, when are your books due out? I'm
2: hoping to have the the ketogenic diet for cancer is out right now on my website. Um, It's right on the front page there. There's a little link uh, with a picture of the book. And then the diabetes books I'm hoping to have out in February. Um, They're in the process of being edited right now. I'm writing them with a a physician named uh, Dr. Keith Runyon, who is a type 1 diabetic. So he's uh, provided a lot of the more medical information in the book. But yeah, February, I'm hoping. (laughs)
1: Fantastic. So we'll be on the lookout for when your book comes out. Okay. Thanks. And you can the people can sign up at my website for my newsletter and I'll notify everyone when the book is available. Fantastic. So Alan, thank you for being my special guest today. This has been an awesome interview. Well, thank you for having me. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Alan Davis. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Kerry Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone.
0: You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Kerry Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc.